Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Stories Around Azeroth. As always, where we are getting together over the course of a week and chatting lots of normal Warcraft stuff. Joining me as always is Mr. Frasley Tastic. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Oh, sorry. That was my D&D voice. D &D I'm doing great. <laughs> as always, I'm Pete Tyson Nevico, and it is once again an honor and a privilege to be joined by a guest today. We have Toasty from all things Azeroth. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, absolutely. I, I, like you were the first person I, t I ever talked to on a podcast that wasn't just like a voicemail. I mean, so it's it's your fault that I've been on these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite sure every guest we have on, you turn around and blame them for the fact that you're still podcasting many years later. But All Things Azeroth was actually my first podcast appearance in the Warcraft community. And, and so I was like, I, I got in there and I was like, oh, oh that, that itch. And Toasty was the one that I was talking with the whole time. I was as nervous as like, I don't know. I don't know if you could hear my voice at the time. I was just like, so like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess oh, up. Was, was that the Warrior cast? Yes. Oh, that was a, that was a good show too. That was a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Most shows with Frasley on them, I find just with his brand of upbeatedness. And <laughs> if, is that even a word? I don't even know if I'm making up English on the spot now. But yes, All Things Azeroth is a cast that's existed for a long time as well. Uh, how about you let people know who may or may not know what, what it is and what it's about? So All Things Azeroth, uh, it's a weekly news podcast. So we focus on some of the bigger news topics uh, surrounding World of Warcraft, whether it's in-game or out-of-game. And, you know, occasionally we'll talk about other stuff, too. Like, um, what else do we talk about? Oh, wow. A hockey? Hockey. We talk about <laughs> hockey a lot, too. Because, let's face it, we um, prior even prior to Ellie joining, it was three Canadians. So hockey is inevitably going to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a friend that's moved from here, from England, over to Canada. And even he, like, talks nonstop about hockey, given the chance as well. So I completely oh. understand that. I remember... When we were doing the 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 six foot rule, it was beginning, and like they canceled hockey. You put out a tweet of them holding oh, yeah. up the the microphones with a hockey stick. Yeah, yeah, that's that, CBC has been doing quite a bit of that. I've even um, been through some drive throughs where they pass the payment terminal out with a hockey stick. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first thing I actually saw, I think it was like a week into quarantine. I think it was a. A Canadian thing was just like, right, hockey's cancelled. Canadians have found like progress towards uh, Corona cure. Yeah, it yeah. Like... was like two weeks afterwards. Yeah, university... I think it was either the University of Saskatchewan or the University of Regina had made significant progress towards the uh, vaccine. What you, you got to do is cancel hockey in Canada and shit gets done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want our hockey. But yeah, I'm, I'm joking so bad for hockey right now. It's. Unreal. What video games are for? You need yeah. like some NHL hockey game. Oh, I I I I've been playing a lot of it. I I made my own custom league. Somebody on the R Hockey subreddit put up made up teams with a bunch of players from the specific provinces. Right. And I, I created my own little like little tournament and made custom teams with all these players and I've just been watching that. That's awesome. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Uh we got a little bit sidetracked there. Um but yeah, three Canadians and then Ali joined. Yeah, then Ali joined, and you know, Ali is also a huge hockey fan. But um, so yeah, hockey comes up a lot. Um, but we like like our main focus is the news and all that stuff from around World of Warcraft, and just our thoughts and opinions on it. And I try, I I try to wade through the the garbage pile that is the internet occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, whether Reddit. it be Reddit, Twitter, <laughs> the forums. Just I, I, I try to, I try me personally anyway. I try to get a feeling for how some of the community is feeling, and and I, I try to, I, I try to be devil's advocate, I guess, and try to see it from both sides. Yeah, that's kind of what I do anyway. Um, and what what I like about ATA is that um, we all we all have. Uh, we all we all approach the game from different points of view. Whereas Medros is a um, more of a casual player, Ali is Ali. Ali plays the role of being a hardcore raider and also just a huge lore nut. And me, I'm a very casual raider. Like I, I raid two nights a week. I'm not in the three raid groups that Ali is. So I feel like we provide a, there's a there's good a point of view. Of, yeah. 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 And. and I always appreciate shows that that do that kind of thing because you don't want to. It, it just it it just becomes a big echo chamber. Otherwise, if you get if you got three a couple people who are just always agreeing on everything, yeah, th- that's one thing I found with like this show is I always try to see where Pete's going and if I can try to find a different perspective, even if I don't agree with it, I want to bring in. It's it's a very it's a very nice position to take up devil devil's advocate. And uh, just like Fraz and I, there's a very different. There's a massive scale between what we yeah. do in the game as well. So, right. So it, it's helpful sometimes, as I've said many times. Like Frasley's look and how he plays the game has vastly shifted my view. And I, I, from I got my eyes, horse thinkers. I, I I I don't. I know you 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 don't have lazy eye, and I do. Oh oh, look look at the game, not my looks in general, because I'm like I'm, I'm handsome. You're handsome too. <laughs> you you are the most handsome tall boy gnome I know. Okay. <laughs> there we but go. Yes. No. Our our looks are different, and and it and that that does help a bring perspective, and that's why we also love bringing bring people on because it's it's fun to get to get that that extra that extra person and adds adds voices. Yeah, because if because if you're looking at the different changes they make they've made through to the game throughout the years. I mean, some people are going to like it more than others, right? And yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're going to like it for different reasons, even. So it it helps gain perspective on why those changes may have happened in the first place. Like uh, one thing I look at uh, that people uh, did not like at first was the idea of flex rating yeah. initially, and you know they 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 very much wanted that rigid ten twenty five thing and now and then when we moved to the flex rating there were a lot of people that were upset about that because um there was hey remember when everybody was over the moon for lfd and lfr yeah yeah, yeah. how people hate it yeah and i'm oh, sorry go ahead and, and 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 you've got uh um um current presidents and former presidents of, of activism blizzard <laughs> debating on the merits of lfr i think yeah i i, I think what it is is that I mean, and that's something good that you bring up as well because it actually feeds into this. It's like what a lot of people don't realize is that the game has actually evolved properly with the player base that it's done, and it's not. Sometimes it is a reactionary answer to to what the player base needs, but LFD was the answer to. There's a lot of players in the game because there was at the peak of uh, of Wrath. Like, how do we get more people into dungeons? And okay, it's cross realm. It's brilliant. People are getting more dungeons done. I know I was in there every day spamming it until I got my random Oculus to get that Drake from the bag that you can only get from Oculus and LFD and Wrath, and now it drops off Malagos and you want to kill yourself. 
And, um, you know, an LFR was the answer to get more people into raiding to see the content, because that was the biggest complaint at the time, that people, you know, felt gated outside of the content. Mm-hmm. And now... I know- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. And I know before the introduction of LFR, I had never stepped foot into a raid that, at, at current content. It, it felt it felt like something that was blocked out for me, and it, it really got me on the path of like aspiring to be part of some of these normal and heroic groups that were pushing raids and all that other stuff. And it found me the group of players that I eventually started playing with today. But, like, a lot of the changes that come to the game, while they seem reactionary in hindsight, they're actually uh, further pushing it. And it's it goes back to that community feel. Like, you didn't need those aspects at the time for the original stuff because people were making do. They were using, like, as they've said, they used Warcraft as their communication thing because Reddit wasn't a thing. Like, TeamSpeak and Ventrilo and Mumble and all that were in their infancy and they were using real crap servers. And that's why, because of that sort of community base, they tried to implement a really shitty voice chat in Cataclysm. Oh, God. Which has gotten yeah. better. I, I, I've actually yeah. been using that, that, that with Michael every, every Wednesday, and it's it sounds just like Discord now. Yeah, I mean, it's good. But the point is is that the, the refresh one came in at a point that it wasn't needed anymore. It's just exactly. upgrading yeah. the tool that's in the game. Mm-hmm. There, there's, a lot, there's a lot in the game that people just hate now, but loved when it's announced. Like... Look at Garrisons. Loved on announcement, hated in implementation. Like Warfronts. Warfronts, yeah. People love the idea of going back to the old zones and revamping it. Hated the implementation. So maybe it's more the implementation and the clunkiness of it, you know? I was talking yeah. with, with Michael about LFR, and he said with how much people are like running into like and not doing the mechanics or something, and they're running into the de- determination, with the Dark Metal Citadel and you're running with the group of NPCs, he was actually proposing getting rid of LFR, but running you through a story mode with NPCs, so that way you you, you can get the, the story of the raid done, you can get through it, and you, you'd, be, you'd be more likely to do the raid, and then from there, you get some raid upgrades to go into normal and above. And it, they could even teach you mechanics as you're going along. We have like an NPC be like, hey, on this... On this do, you, do you really think that people will actually still do mechanics even if they had NPCs with them? Ah... Uh... If they're willing to learn, maybe. I think I think part of it depends on people's attitudes towards those things, and this is something that I said a bit before. Um, people's attitudes towards tools like the LFR and the LF and the LFD tools. Um, if people are really missing out on that community aspect, they, their attitudes towards those tools need to change. They need to stop treating people what they find within those groups as just a random person they're not going to have to deal with again. I think that's that's a big way because like Blizzard's Blizzard's idea of it was meant to be you're meant to use the LFD system to do a dungeon in your own time, you know, and you'll find people in there that you can friend and then you can use the, the battle tag system, which is cross realm rather than your friends list to, to replay with again. And that's not what people use it for. They use it for the quick boost and everything else. And exactly. as, you, as you said, Tasty, it's just like they find people which are very um, disposable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see it a lot on Reddit. I think Reddit's been a buzz of it because there's been a lot of people that have come back to the game or are new to the game where we're in the final stage of it. And there's been a lot of posts recently of, like, I'm trying to learn to tank and all I get is people that are just, like, will throw me out on, like, the first instance of a problem and, like, how am I meant to learn if that's the thing? And it's, like, it's true. I mean, the, the problem is is that we're looking at a tool that we've had now for 
just under 10 years, I think. No, no, we've had... Yeah, no, we've had LFD for just under 10 years, and LFR will be, what, eight, six to eight years? I don't know. It's Something like that, yeah. Three, four. Yeah, it's like eight years coming up to. And we're, we're at a point where people... Because the game has changed with its community, and the people that played Vanilla WoW, TBC, Wrath are now older, mid mid to late 30s, in their 40s and upwards and everything else like that. And they're not young kids anymore who had like all the time in the world and they want to get on and they want to have their time that turns around and goes, well, this is my goal for today. I've only got two hours. Let's just get in, get it done. You know, that's what I'm going to spend my time doing. And then, you know, that maybe that attitude drips down because you treat one person like that and then that dilutes to everybody else. I don't know. No, I, I, I can, I can definitely see that. They're, 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 they're seeing this attitude permeated through all these other tools and all these other instances. And they're like, okay, well, this is how the community acts. And they learn on that. Oh yeah. That, that totally makes sense. It, yeah. It makes me wonder, sorry, Fraz. Um, it makes me wonder, and I'm quite sure that we've talked about this before. I can't even remember. I'm sure Fraz will. Final Fantasy 14 system uses a commendation system. Yes, but and I've gotten so many commendations in that game from just talking in chat, making people like yeah. like laugh from jokes and puns, and like it made me want to always comment. And sometimes I would get it over even the the tank. I'd just be a DPS, and I would get somebody commendating me for what I said. And yeah, like I, I don't I, I don't know if the I mean I don't think it would be that hard to implement it at the end of like a pop up. Like it's what they did for heroes eventually, wasn't it? People wanted a commendation system, and they implemented it. Yeah, they did it for Overwatch as well. Yeah. Uh, the, so, the, pro the, pro the problem is, and I actually encountered this earlier today when I was playing Overwatch, um, you get some people who will just fire back horrific negativity at someone who's trying to be positive and all that other stuff, and it kind of puts a, dam it, it puts a damper on the whole situation. And if you, and also related to Overwatch, if you tie it to rewards and stuff like that like you get you get experience in overwatch if you set accommodation to somebody right it's it's to the point where it's it's to the point where like people are just throwing out their three commendations every game so they can get a little bit of experience so they can get their loot box well i mean the only thing commendations are for in final fantasy 14 uh you get obviously achievements based on the amount of commendations you get but i believe that there are like it's literally just small cosmetic stuff like like pets uh, that you can get in Final Fantasy 14 by training in like the commendations and stuff. Yeah. But it's not it's not massive, but obviously pets are a very different thing in, in <laughs> Warcraft compared to Final Fantasy, aren't they? So I don't know. I think I think if they did a commendation system, as long as they didn't as long as they made sure that you if you joined as a party, you couldn't give your commendation to the person you joined in with. So you couldn't just abuse it as like a two man party, like I'll go in with you and then like we'll give a commendation to someone else. Yep. Then I, I think it would be fine if they put in like small transmog pieces. Like I think it would push people into doing dungeons again. Yeah. Even for a little bit. Like I always find it funny that the, the people have done enough pugs and they get the, the patient title. And the ones who put the patient title on tend to be the ones that are the least patient. Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. Uh, that's not really how we normally open a show with a massive, great big discussion point. But that was, that was... This is what this show does. It completely devolves into something else sometimes. Um, yeah. 
what a week. It's been a very interesting week in game. Um, we're trying not to report on the news too much, but we will talk about the, the changes to the corruption system later on as a point, because I think there's a discussion point piece to be had there. But, Mr. Frasley, what have you been doing in the game this week, my dude? So, I've been leveling my Worgen Rogue, and I'm getting up to, to 112, and I'm uh, heading to, to Dressfire now, because I always go to Stormsong, and I figured, I'm just going to go to Dressfire on this character, but with the assaults, if I time it right, I'm going to get that up. And I'm, oh, yeah. I, and I have to say though, I'm I'm getting sidetracked from the rogue leveling because I was like, you know what? I'm so close on Loremaster. So I went in and I finished Outland Loremaster. Then I went in and finished Wrath Loremaster. Now I'm working on Cataclysm Loremaster. So I have now completed Deep Home and I'm working on Oldham. I may have Cataclysm done by the end of this week. And, and then after that, just a little bit in Pandaria. I mean, I may be a Loremaster by the time we we talk again. And then I'll ask you one question on law and you won't know the answer. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have to be like, hey, Allie, hey, Jen, <laughs> hey, Shades. But yeah, I really, I don't know. I've got your, uh, got your Deep Home footage up from earlier on in the week. And I'm like, man, I like Deep Home as a questing experience. Like, I, like I that didn't... high jow, like some of the, the questing areas in Cataclysm were pretty decent. Yeah, well, and it helped me knowing the lore. I had just listened to Stonecore on Dungeon Fables, and I was like, oh, there's Therizane, the one who, who is asking us this stuff, but also hates us that we killed her daughter. <laughs> I was like, that's right. We did kill her daughter a while back. So I, yes. I, I started looking back. Like, yeah, and I, I, I love some of the, 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 the lore in, in, this, in, in the zone, and it's a pretty nice zone. I gotta say, it's weird being in one cavern. Cataclysm has some interesting things. You're underwater for one's one, you're under a cave for another, and then you're just out and about well, for the other. You're two. you're in the realm of Earth for another. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. It's a quick law question, Frasley. What dungeon did we kill Therazane's daughter in? Maradon. Oh, he knows. Okay. I have played Maradon back in vanilla. And also because, uh, again, I remembered because Ali said it, but no, I, I, I'm always a gnome and I always look up at, at, uh, the princess's big butt. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever turns you on, Mr. Frasley, like, but yeah, you, you had a, you've, you've had a good week then you got a lot done. So what, what's next on the law master route? Is it a specific um, zone or is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm now working on finishing Kata. So I have to do. Right now I'm working on Oldham, and then I believe I've got Hygel and Twilight Highlands next, and then after that, just a couple zones like Town Long Steps and Miss. So not a lot more left, just just time. It's it's one like I'm using WoW Pro, and it says you have 300 steps in this zone. I'm like, okay, okay, we'll just go at at at, at our pace. We'll be there soon. <laughs> Brilliant stuff, toasty. You've had, uh, you've had some busy, busy stuff in there this week, haven't you? I can see that you've uh, doing some Nihilotha progression. Oh yeah. Um, so we're 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 chugging our way through heroic Nihilotha. Um, we are currently sitting eleven out of twelve on heroic. Nice. So, uh, we had a, we actually had a really fantastic week raid wise. I think we plowed through eight bosses or something like that in the first night. We got up to Drastagath. No, Shadhar. Doggy. Dog. Yeah. Doggy. So, yeah, so we killed the dog. That was the last boss of the night. And then uh, we did Dressagath, Ilganoth, and Carapace. 
on the second night. Um, Raden is still refusing to drop me my trinket, and unfortunately, it's it's like the trinket everybody wants. It's the yeah. Vita. It's the Vita one. The Vita one, yeah. And so everybody who's gone and like, well, I'm keeping it, but but I want it. I want it so bad, and nobody wants to give it up. Nah, the I get you with Raden, but for me, it was the fist weapon. And the one time it dropped, the one time I got it, it happened after we'd finished. It was like literally one of the last two weeks of progression. And the minute I got it, I was just like, I'm done. I've had enough <laughs> annihilator. I do not want to see that purple hellhole anymore. Uh, yeah, it's, um, that, that's the Demon Hunter offhand from Raden, right? Yeah. yeah, the one of the demon hunters in our group has, is chasing that too, and he is equally frustrated with Raden refusing to drop what he wants. His loot table is garbage. It's two trinkets and weapons that people need. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, Raden, Raden. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get it. Uh, his stuff's a, a big throwback to the Myths fight and the loot table he had there, but mm -hmm. it's so bad. Like, the loot table is... It's it goes back to that thing of like, just give us master looter because I'm sick of just personal loot drops. I'm sick yeah, of or, the, the, or or do uh, even the the needing greed has a has an as a choice master looter or needing greed. I think it just needs to exist uh, in a formed raid group, not using uh, raid uh, dungeon finder. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the, the odds are those those group of people is an established group. They've been going together for a while, so we don't need to worry about anybody being a jerk. Yeah, like I'm tired of carrying around these four sixty wrists just so I can just so I can trade any future four sixty wrists that I get. Because I'm perfectly happy using my four forty five wrists with level three Twilight or Infinite Stars. To, you don't need to keep them. You just need to equip them once so that it looks the item level, and then you can bend them. What? Oh, okay. I I am scrapping those wrists tonight. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you equip them first. Yeah, <laughs> because um, I'm carrying on so much useless gear right now. Yeah, no, you, so I can you trade stuff away. Once you once you equip it, then you're you're done. I think the the only time that doesn't work is if you're like a warrior or a paladin. You play ret or like the DPS specs, but then you want to switch to like tanking. You still need to have a one-handed weapon and shield. Locked that's, at item level. That's switch to tanking. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. What what spec do you prefer? Is it Fury? Yeah, I'm Fury all the way. I've been Fury since day one. Like <laughs> day one? The, yeah, the day the day I was able to select Fury was the was what I stuck with. Uh the idea like what drew me towards Warriors initially was Bladestorm. And, oh, then I yes. saw, and then I saw Fury, like two two-handed weapons. But wait, now I have to choose between between two two-handed weapons and Bladestorm. This isn't fun. And 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 then I saw some of the two-handed weapon models. Like, okay, well, I'm obviously picking that because those are pretty. But then, but then you have to. Then you've got the problem where you have to go and get every transmog weapon because nearly every two-handed weapon looks really good. Oh, I, I yeah, every, I, that, that's one of my, uh, that's one of my end of expansion. Uh, chores is go through old stuff to get some of the two-handed weapons. I suppose the real question, as a warrior main, is do you have the tusks of Manoroth? Don't get me started on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, 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 um, I, I joined a raid group uh, towards the end of Mr. Pandaria, um, and uh, they had 
they had Garrosh on farm at the time. So like, okay, this is great. Like, I'll, I'll I'll gear up with them and get to know them, and then we'll start. Uh, then we'll hit warlords running. Um, so the raid group fell apart about a month after I joined, and this is before I could get geared up sufficiently to start running with them. Yeah. Uh, so I never got them, and every once in a while I'll try to go farm it up, but uh, what was it, Gallic? The um. The boss with the two towers and the dragon. Sorry, uh, the boss with the 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 two towers uh, at the Orgrimmar. Oh, Galakras. Galakras, yeah, yeah. Um, I tried soloing it, and uh, it's just not easy. Um, granted, this is a while ago, so it might be easier now. It's, yeah, but it, I haven't it, had a chance to. It's pretty simple to do now. Yeah, yeah and, right. and there is even a you, hot you fix can you, for, you, you only one tower. Yeah, you you only need to get into one tower. You can blow all the drakes up off there. It's it's so much nicer now. Okay, that's that. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> all right. It, yeah, no, it's it's so lovable. Uh, I just haven't. I haven't gone in there on my warrior. I have to say, like out of most classes, like warrior just feels so natural. If you play any other class, you could just jump to a warrior, and it just feels so natural to play. It does. Like, and just the the weapon. Like, uh, what race do you play, Toast? Uh, Draenei. Male? Yeah. I'm not sure what the animations are on there. Like, my warrior is a female panda. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the animations on the female panda. Like, Yeah, they are really uh, good. Much better than, like, the uppercutting blood elf. If least. you want the best animations, Pete... You I'm not rolling gnome. No, uh, I, I have... Look, I have a gnome warrior at max level. The only thing that gets used for is tanking. Okay. Because I just like the idea of a gnome tanking like oh. the smallest thing versus the biggest thing like i always love the sound of it yeah! no yeah! no I've warriors a... loki have the best warrior animations they look oh, yeah. insane they're very yes. good my my only problem with such low characters is that your camera is so low to the ground oh yeah i i, I absolutely despise it like we need a like if there's anything that blizzard's going to do of quality of life thing is to put a height monitor above your character so you can choose where you want the camera but that's I don't even think the game is going to be even remotely useful for that. Like, like I think the engine's too outdated for that. They'd need to redo, like they'd need to do another cataclysm where they rebuild the world and like just implant another engine straight in. And that's not going to happen. And what if you just did a pun that Thelma said, and it, it went over yeah. my head until I mentioned it, low key gnome animations. I didn't, I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to do that. <laughs> nice one yes but like like my love for no warriors is so intense that every test every time i get into a testing thing like i that's 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 the main character i roll through it with is a gnome warrior i can't do it long term because of the camera stuff yeah but whenever i get a chance to i'm playing a gnome warrior they, they look so insane and it's fantastic yeah like, have you had a chance to get into shadowlands yet or Oh yeah, I've been playing so much Torghast. <laughs> oh pretty yeah, much same. all so what good. I do. It's so good. Um, I'm waiting for them to so we can actually see what it's going to be like before we see the live version now. Um, like I've played, I've played my Demon Hunter in there. Like it feels nice. I've played the Momentum spec rather than Demonic, and I love it. Like I'm, I'm actually probably gonna like. The Kappa no Kappa, I'm probably going to be using mo- the momentum build when Shadowlands out uh, hits life. Um, so, 
Yeah, Demon Hunter was the first class I ran through with because Warriors weren't available initially. And I went the Demon build because in my head, the more time I spent living on my Illidan dreams was was the best time. <laughs> so, like, the minute... So, I, I, I chose the talent that makes you go Demon form with your I-Beam. I-Beam, yep. And, and then, like, oh... I beam re- I, I, I beam cooldown reduces, reduces, reduces. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm a demon all the time. This is great. Did you get the? I'm not sure if they put it in past the the first start or when they put it in, but there's a anima trait which gives 75 percent reduced cooldown on I beam while you're while you while you're in the metamorphosis demon form. So essentially, you're demon forming, blade dancing, one other like intro thing, and then you're I beaming again. So it's just. Yeah, it's it's like you kill a boss within like three I beam globals. Like it's ridiculous because you just it's disgust. It's so good. Like uh, it's it's pretty filth. It really is. Yeah, like I haven't I haven't I've, I, it's been a long time since I've re- been reconsidering my whole being a warrior main. Yeah, until I played Demon Hunter on the Alpha. Like, oh, this is stupid fun. Yeah. I might want to keep doing this. Uh, I I have to run through on the warrior because I think the warrior like when it comes to Torghast and Preacher said it best is that because the focus on Shadowlands is more class based rather than spec based uh, the anima points the anima talents that you're going to get are going to be more towards your class and because you know most warriors will all have the same stuff baseline then it's going to be easier and it's the same with demon hunters because pretty much all of their core stuff like immolation aura and eye beam and everything like that is all baseline so that's why demon hunters feel so fun in torghast warriors probably because they'll you'll just build building whirlwind in all of the specs anyway whirlwind and bladestorm oh, oh yeah it's, it's just like that i I, th- I think i have to run through torghast on a warrior just to see how ridiculously stupid that's gonna that could be yeah, at one point I was just stacking what the uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one that empowers your whirlwind, yep. and I had it so that I was healing for two hundred percent of my damage dealt with whirlwind, and rampage was randomly casting whirlwind. Jesus, <laughs> and it's... they were using long blade storms. I can't. I, I that's just fun. Forty percent increased channel time. Yeah, it's uh, just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. You're just like a, a well tough. It, it's so good, but like it's uh, it's so much fun going because that's where most of the bugs are at the moment, anyway. You know, especially until they open up something else. Like, I'd much rather keep jumping in there when I've got time. And yeah, but other than that, what have I been up to this week? Mount farming. All I'm gonna say is I missed the rep buff already. Like, it's it's so much harder to get my paragon boxes now. Yeah, sadness. Um. That's about it. Like, I haven't really done much. In- I did some Mythic Plus today. That was fun. I think we did a 15 King's Rest, uh, like a 13. Jesus, where did we go? King's King's Rest. We ended on Junkyard, which was a 15, and we did something in between, and I can't remember. Oh, Motherload. We did like a 13 Motherload. This week is so easy for Mythic Plus keys. It's ridiculous. Oh. Did you hear that that uh, Raider.io is doing a big contest? If you can do a plus 30 I Mythic did. in time. Yes, I don't plus play to 30? the. I don't play to the extent of being able to get to plus. I don't play to plus twenties, my dude. Like I play the game to have fun, and I don't play. I don't play the game to stress my brain out anymore. I did that in Myths when I was raid leading like the top con- content at the time. You know, like that's as like Warlords. We've kind of threw that into a giant loop. That mythic raiding is like a step up now, and 
no, I play the game to have fun and enjoy myself. I'll do my heroic two days a week. We'll clear the we'll clear the raid in like six to seven weeks, and then we'll just enjoy for the rest of the patch. Like, you know, yeah, that's it. But we have had the rep buff. But as I said, it's been removed, and hooray! The game now has a corruption vendor. Oh boy, it's good. But it's been implemented in such a clunky way. Um, Toasty, why don't you, you've got a lot to say about this. Why don't you, why don't you oh. take a lead on this one? Like, like you said, it's good. I'm glad that the option to purchase the corruptions is there. That's great. I can get my level 3 infinite star whenever it's available. What I take issue with is the way the costs were implemented. Because, like... Yes, they bumped up the the amount of echoes we get per thing, but they also increased the cost for a lot of other stuff. And like in my head, the better way would have just been to lower the cost of the corruption. I, I think I think what would have been a better option is to have turned around, increased the time of the rep buff until the next week's uh, weekly reset, and turn around and like announce this like a week in advance and go like if you're we're gonna reset because it's the same thing that they did with um the mythic plus currency you know they didn't reset it until the final thing when they should have just reset it like and treat it like a valor points they ended up doing and just like bring them down and transfer anything extra and just be like right anything that's unspent by weekly reset in your region uh will be transferred to gold or whatever you know and then it brings all the costs down. They don't need to inflate the currency for because of people that have been getting it because they didn't. They had like the mythic plus tanking version, but chose not to get a, like a healing version or something, so they could just like stockpile thousands of Nilo for stuff if they'd done it for weeks on end, and just turn around and go right anything, and then everybody starts with a clean slate. And yeah, you probably would have like the only reason they didn't is because they didn't want people that don't stay in the know with podcasts, Reddit news post they didn't want those people to be like where's my shit gone but again easily solved you've got the adventure guide do a pop-up in game yeah once you log in be like hey this is what's what's happened yeah uh but like but now with the way they've done it it just it screwed over so many people who were saving for their level three essences or whatever like okay i'm 10 away now and tomorrow oh i'm a couple hundred away Mm mm-hmm or whatever the whatever it worked out to be, and yeah, yeah. it's it's not hard to get that because you get you you like, the number of echoes you get is pretty high depending on the activity you're doing. the The thing is, is that I feel like I feel like the amount it gives you now should have been the baseline amount, and not just trickling it through. Because yeah, okay. So I get rewarded for doing my emissaries and if I do Mythic Plus and I get my cash and everything else. Cool, I'm rewarded for doing the content in the game. Which is what Blizzard wants you to do. And it's just like, cool, I can gear up my character to be at least have essences within a week. If I can get my Heart of Azeroth to level 80 in a week by doing content, why can't I just get the essences as well instead of having to wait three weeks of just like trying to gear up alts? I could just get it all done in a week. You know, it's it's just clunkily put in, and I th- I think it's it's good, 
but again, it's just it's it's the same problem with keys for visions costing so much. They don't need to be ten thousand. They could have been five thousand at the same acquisition that we have now. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it feels. I, I hate saying stuff like this because you you see it thrown around all the time, but it feels way too time gaty than it needs to be. Oh, absolutely. But you could say the same about gearing up the cloak. Like, I fully expect by the time there's been enough weeks that have passed to put the corruption resistance on the cloak up to 100, Blizzard will then turn around and, and input something which says, well, you're not restricted to two times a week anymore. Like, you can just run your vision as many times as you want during a week and, you know, you can get your quest essence that many or, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I fully expect that to happen once the the maximum because there's no point to doing visions otherwise other than to save up to get your socket shipetsch amounts. That's it. Yeah. All the transmog, which I probably should get back on doing because I still need to get that mount. I, I'm I'm still not done leveling up my cloak. Like I yeah, got same. fifteen. I'm not. I I've been hit the I haven't hit the uh, malefic core caps or anything like that. So I think I just dumped my first two into it this week. I mean, I I got to fifteen when it was available. But um, when it came to the malefic cause, I got my cloak to like 66 and then I'm just like, I'm not doing content that requires me to be anywhere, you know, so like there's no real pressure for me to do this. And now I can only do it twice per week. Now they've put viable corruptions in the game and I'm like, well, now I'm so far behind. I'll just I'll just keep doing the content and I'll just wait for them to remove the the, the game because they will do. They have to yeah. at some point. Because at yeah. the moment, like well, at the moment, a character can get all the way up to fifteen if they've got the visions, and but then they're just stuck at doing the, the two a week. It's it's bonkers, but yeah, Bible corruptions are a thing. Hey, guess what? There's another problem. U.S. players are now whinging about it again because the EU players get a day in advance because we get to see what is available on U.S. servers before they do. So now they're complaining that. They want to see what's coming up in, in the in before it rotates to see about their future purchases. I mean, that would be that would be nice, just a little I'm bit not, of a heads up. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, yeah. But like the the biggest argument I've seen come up about it is just like, wouldn't it be nice if EU and US were all on the same global patch cycle? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would. I would love to see my content when it releases rather than spoiled by the Americans a day before. Oh, I'd love it. Perfect time. Wouldn't it be nice if we're together? Wouldn't it be nice if... <laughs> I mean, uh, this is something that doesn't really bother you, isn't it, Fast? Like, like you're not really bothered about no, no, rating or anything else. But I am bothered more in that, like, I, I, I can feel for my friends in, in the EU. I mean, and I, 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 I like that we have a expansion cycle that is, that is uh, all together, and it would be nice if... if because it, there, there are times I'm, I'm all excited... Or something, and then like Pete or or somebody else, and they're like, "Oh, well, we gotta wait a little bit longer." The, the the thing is, is that I don't think that that argument is is not on Blizzard's radar. I think the arguments existed for the longest time. It's just become more to the forefront with the race to world first. This expansion been so much on the forefront of everybody's brain. Yeah, like because it's streamed so much now, uh, because of method now limited doing it and everything else, and it's just like. I think that's mostly the argument because, you know, it was always the joke of lol EU's a day behind and they still catch up to win. But now it's just like, oh, lol, US are playing. They get to watch it because they're streaming it. And then 
you know, Method sit back the next day and they'd be like, they're just spending 24 hours doing strategies for the first few bosses. So that's, I, I, so it's quite amusing to see how this mentality is switched. And I, I don't know, it has to be the biggest quality of life change that would have to come to the game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they release expansions globally. They, they do, like, Blizzard is pretty well, experienced the, now with doing global releases for content. This is the thing. I mean, Overwatch, Diablo, and Heroes, and Hearthstone. I, I'm not too sure about Hearthstone. I think there's still a delay. But those four all have global patch release cycles now. It's only Warcraft that, with BFA, switched to a global expansion launch on the same hour. Because previously, previously it was still the servers are still turned on at midnight of that region. Right. It's only with BFA that that's changed. The only thing I could think of from a software side, you want to use the US as a test bed to see if is there anything that we're, that we're absolutely missing? Because that way you get the US over, and then the following well, day. For argument's sake, though, that's what PTR's for. <laughs> for. For complete argument's sake. Yeah, I mean. That's true, but I mean, how much outside of uh, people like us, maybe, and uh, some of the some of the guys who who are peeking into the raid content on PTR, how many how many people are actively playing the PTR? Yeah, uh, at, at the beginning, probably a lot. Towards the end of the PTR, probably not so much. Like now, after the, after their last patch, like they slipped to the PTR. Like there's not a lot of people that are going to be playing. Like in terms of raid content, because it's open for such a minimal time, the raiders will only probably go in there, like do their hour, because that's all the raid encounters are open for, isn't it? Like an hour, and then they're done. Like they're not back in there. Yeah, like, they've got no need. And, and now at the beginning, like you said, there might be a lot of people jumping in and playing the P and playing on the PTR. Now, how many people? How many of those people are actually playing versus just checking out what's new and looking around? Oh no, absolutely. Because I mean, you, you've also got to put in the content creators which uh, have it and use their own private servers as well to look at stuff that's in the files. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about data miners like MMO Champion and Wowhead and everything else. You know, I'm talking about like. Like uh, uh, Hayden Games was a good example, who had a private server, so and they had the free cam that the, the GMs would use in raids and stuff to free cam around and see stuff on personal builds. You know, a lot of people have their own private servers for that sort of stuff, but it doesn't break TOS because it's not being used for a gameplay server. You know, it's used as a test bed for stuff. So right. I'm quite sure it doesn't break TOS anyway because it's not a gameplay server like being resold on for other uses well. yeah I, I would think in that in that regard it's more like the, like the wild mod viewer and an exporter where you're able to to that like you, you're able to go in and look at stuff but yeah because I, I think where the private server goes is that people are playing that and they're not they're not paying money to blizzard for for the game i'm not even sure if people uh use the private servers a lot of the time for mach machinima really like they're I, really I good machinima artists like yeah, because because I think a lot of them now like like export to to Blender and or or one of the programs nowadays. Yeah, like uh, a a lot of time back in TBC RAF, it was model viewer. Uh, yeah, because uh, even back in classic, it was because uh, model viewer came out in classic, like vanilla WoW, I should say, because I remember because I was at a um, was at Coxcon last year 
and uh, Terrence Gregory was there doing a, a panel, and he was talking about like all the machinery did before he went on to Blizzard. And he's talking about how model view was a thing back in Vanilla WoW. Yeah, they did thing because using using model viewer for the small bits I did, there is a green screen component you can use. And oh, yeah. if you look at most of the music videos that are used in the in-game models, you'll see a lot of the green screen effect because it's obviously very noticeable if you know what you're looking for. Oh yeah. D- during one of the uh, of panels at, at, at Blizzard, they were showing us kind of their both their love letter, which oh that looks amazing. Uh, and 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 they were. I showing almost us- I almost wish it looked as easy to use because the StarCraft level editor is a garbage to work your way around. Yeah, yeah. Tried it once and never again. Yeah, same. Like I had this, I had this brilliant idea, of, like that I was going to do in the StarCraft Two arcade. It was going to be like Warcraft, like Dynasty Warriors type thing, and I was going to try and rebuild Goldshire and just float. Yeah, exactly. Like, how much is that in your brain right now? Like, oh my god, that'd be so much fun. Could, <laughs> it, like, it's it's quite. Ah. Oh, See, it's annoying because all of my ideas for fan games like that go back to the same core element. Infinite Dragonflight, pull everything out of time. You can choose warriors like you could be BFA Jaina with Legion Rathian. You oh. could go back and get Broxagar the Red and you could just do like all these different big time frames. Like um, the Infinite Dragonflight, again, go back to the opening of the Dark Portal, but they... They they screw it over so that the orcs lose, uh, like the orcs overrun everything, and you're the characters, and you got to stem the tide of the orcs. So you, that's one of the missions you just go in at in stone and uh, like um, the swamp. Sorry, before it was the swamp, and uh, not sorry, the blasted lands before they were the blasted lands, and you got to hold off an orc invasion with like your main characters, and it's just dynasty wise. You're just there as Rathi and just blade storming through orcs. Oh my god, <laughs> I want that so bad. <laughs> And the thing is, is that you can't, like, if you dedicated time, you could quite possibly make something like that in the StarCraft 2 editor. Because look, somebody, somebody made a whole bloody MMO of StarCraft in, in the StarCraft 2 editor. And that's what, three, four years old idea now that's still in the back burner somewhere? Yeah. And, and I constantly see people, now this is more models, like not as much gameplay, but people recreating different things in like Minecraft, under a Tournament. I mean, uh, quite often I see people doing some amazing things in these, in these other engines. Like, I, ju- I just wish there was, like, I get it. It's the tool that they use. Yeah. And if you get good at it, then, like, yeah, brilliant. But, like, I think everybody's a bit too wary of that sort of stuff, especially with the Warcraft 3 notice that came down with Reforged. Like, Ugh. anything you anything you make in there is considered their property, and I'm like... I Like, what they should do, because this is how cool would this be? To... to, to... You see every year the the student contest and people entering these contests. What if they gave you a raid tool and said, "Hey, you design a raid and an encounter in this, and then we can well, then." I mean, if you look at a lot of the artwork that's given in, are like there are people that go out and design and do concept art for entire raid tiers and everything else. Like, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite sure that someone's someone out there has gone and redesigned like the warlords of Draenor story somewhere so like we're not killing blackhand and and um nazul in like the first tier of content yeah. you know I'm, I'm sure somebody's actually used the warlords to their proper th- to their proper goal so. oh yeah and, and if you look at the hashtag rathion there's some interesting shit i do there. not want to look at any hashtags that you spend your free time looking at <laughs> okay. i told you this <laughs> 
Um, you just reminded me that Nerzul died in a dungeon in Warlords, and I've never been. It's sadness. I was it? so angry about that. Okay, okay. Now, Toasty, if you want to to bring back Nerzul or do something, Ali is doing for the, the two year anniversary of Dungeon Fables a raid in ICC, and I've already submitted to Boston and things like that. And Nerzul is the the main boss of it, so you can design a boss for this raid. Oh, oh. oh. I'll tell you what, since you brought up ICC, it does bring up something I saw on Reddit. I think it was yesterday while I was just editing stuff. And someone has turned around and actually... And I think it's probably way too much coincidence more than anything else. But if you overlay the map of, like, the Shadowlands Galaxy map over ICC, like, the Plague area mi mixes up with... Is it Maldraxxus? The, the Bloodwing matches up with the Venfear area. The... And the Frostwing matches up with um, the Fey area. Ardenweald? Yeah, Ardenweald. And they're like, the middle area with the Frozen Spire is Ouroboros. And then I'm like, okay, that's got to be coincidence. I don't think they've gone into their Shadowlands map and gone, hmm, ICC's laid out this way. <laughs> Let's lay out a map of our areas like this. I mean, it... it, it you're right, it could very well be a coincidence, um, but at the same time, uh, knowing some of the stuff we've seen prior, uh, I, and I can't remember any examples off the top of my head that I could list, but it feels like it's a very intentional thing. Yeah, and especially with like how how much of a portal ICC is to the other places, and, and I could see it being, being intentional. And it could very well be. Like... I mean, this is what I lo used to love about some of the older, like Warlord, uh, not Warlords, uh, Warcraft Collector's Editions, is that they actually came with a behind-the-scenes DVD. Oh, yeah. Which you can actually look at stuff that they've done like this, and it's, uh, you know, getting to see insights like that. I, I almost wish like they do, like, in the build-up to the release, they release a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes, like, YouTube documentary stuff. So, <sighs> it'd be really cool. Like I'd, I'd like to. I think I'm really more interested in the build-up. Have I review got on with the new Shadowlands patch this week? And I've been to Orobos yet and seen all the new Skybox. Um, I intended to this morning, and then I ran into Flask uh, Torghast and uh, did more Torghast instead, and then didn't do anything else. I just went into Torghast. Yep, it's much. really annoying. It's really annoying because I agree with you because that's when my demon hunter is locked out right in front of. <laughs> Flask of Torghast, it's... Uh, yeah, like, I, I'm planning tomorrow night to go in back in for some Torghast, but I, I have to see if i got time for Oribos, because Oribos looks amazing from what I've seen, and... It's so gorgeous. Like, even if you go just to look at the skybox, the skybox is amazing. Okay, then actually I may have to yeah. make a quick trip over to Oribos tonight, just because I even just as like a, a, a tour around maybe do a little bit of bit bug testing because I still got to work on Loremaster, but yeah, no, I'm I'm hoping that Oribos continues in all of the stuff that they've learned. Like, I'm excited this one having a global capital city. I, I love that and in, in, Dalaran was too small. I mean, it was good, but it was too small. It was like that that capital city you in just confine yourself to like one area in dalaran because dalaran was huge there was so much in dalaran like it wasn't even like two quarters were set off to alliance and horde and then you still had the entirety of the underbelly well, as well as all the class halls. but then you had suramar that you couldn't really enjoy i i i, I see more orbos being what they learned in suramar 
and being like the, this this big city. No, uh, I can tell you after being in Oribos, it's more looking at Shatrath and seeing how that was improved upon. Okay, okay, that I, I I'm I'm fine with that too because because Shatrath. Oh, yeah. I was not here when it was current, but I've enjoyed going around Shatrath. I I, I wish I knew where to go because I was not a player. No, or Oribos Oribos is like two levels with the lower one having the vendors that I've seen. I, there's not a lot put in there yet. Um, like there's some PvP vendors. And so far, it looks like the PvP vendors are using Shadowlands PvP Honor. So it's a completely separate version of Honor so far. So whether they're retooling stuff is going to be interesting to see. But um, Now what I'm wondering, is there an auction house in Ouroboros or might I have to go on my engineer? There is, there is a banker in Ouroboros. I can tell you that much. All I, right. The, if there is an auction house, it's not yet implemented. I imagine if there is, there'll be some sort of engineer version only. Oh, come on. Uh, oh, I'm okay with that. I'm an engineer on my main anyway. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, same. Disgraceful behavior. Um, yeah, and, no. And Toasty, have you been near the, the one in Varalis where the sound of one of the machines sounds like... Yeah, 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 Pete, keep going on. Yeah, yeah, go on. One of the sounds. Oh, no, the... I, I, I want to know what the rest of the rest of this train of thought is, Frasley. I'll be honest with you. It sounds like two machines going at it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Again, on. I don't want to know what hashtags you're looking at <laughs> when when we're not here. You know, um, I don't know. Like, you can mount up in Orobos on the bottom floor and the top floor. So, I mean, if worst comes to worst, get along, boy, and just use that. <laughs> Get along, boy, because that's such an easy thing to do. <laughs> no, I did see the, the, the data calculator that Brawl posted in the ATA Discord. And yeah. with that, I only need 37,666. That was, that was on Friday. Now it's been a few more days. But I only need like 38,000 per day. Yeah, that's launches. fine. That's fine. All you need to do, Frasley, is you know you need to go and do Cataclysm Raids, uh miss raids warlords raids are on all difficulties every day that'll get you 60 grand a day well, that's every all... character you have yeah that's raw gold by the yeah way. that's yeah. raw gold but you have to do it on every difficulty including lfr on your own uh... so enjoy not making content for the rest of eternity because it's it's a lot of time you got to put into doing that yeah yeah and i'm yeah, that's a, it's a long shot for Longboy now. Yeah, like the most gold I've made this expansion was something like seven hundred and fifty grand off of a BOE with level three Twilight Stars or Infinite nice. Stars rather, and I spent I, I spent it all already. Like I'm not getting Longboy. I'm gonna spend some money on mounts I do want. So I got me stuff off Frog. Look, look at it this way. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you don't hit Longboy, at least you've got money that you can save up to get the two million gold spider or, oh, like, all the, yes. all the third of a million frogs. Yeah. Like, I do want a fine. spider eventually. This Spider-Man is so good. I love I love, the, I love the weird gross mounts. Like that weird... Different. Yeah, like that weird two-legged torso with teeth. Uh, uh, that's one of my favorite mounts. I think I'd, I'd like. I think I'd. I'd really like them to, excuse me, to go more weird and bizarre with mounts rather than doing one thing with a lot of different skins. Yeah. Like, again, goes back to Final. Like, it's really weird going back to Final Fantasy fourteen and using that as an example because they've got two different types of like, like their dungeon and raid content. So I'm not sure. Have you ever played Final Fantasy fourteen, Toasty? 
Um, very briefly on a virtual date with one of my girlfriends because she wanted to play it. And I'm like, I'm, 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 I don't have time to put into another MMO right now. Yeah, no, it's a lot of time. But like, so you know that there's four player, there's the eight player Esper dungeons and then there's the 16 player stuff. So like the Espers on their, on their max level difficulty, drop them out. Like they're all recolors for their expansion, but hmm. you then get a special... You get a special version of that mount if you uh, own all of the other ones, kind of like the um, the Drake. Dragon Soul Drake achievement. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you get all of the colored mounts, all of the colored dragons, you get another dragon mount. So they have one for all of it. I've got, I think I got the one for like the Realm Reborn, and I've got like I've got like the Doggo, and it's really cool, and I love it. Well, and they have a cool thing that like everybody gets a chocobo, and I love their 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 version of you can color that chocobo way different things the like amount I, you can customize that chocobo oh i know it's incredible i i had a dalian red chocobo like it, it was a gorgeous dalian red and not so not dalian red and, and wow but i i renamed mine phoenix obviously um and then i worked out how to get a specific nice kind of ready orange yellow color span and and fed it so much so that it would actually get that color scheme and it was just like so i have a personalized mount and then i've got mounts other people can have so you'll always have a personalized mount if you're you can have a neon green chocobo or a bright purple one it's insane the customization and they and they can add things to it like 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 trophies and different things i mean it it is a really cool bit of customization and i would love to see that and then also on mounts i loved the the big um the big fat cat or is that the, or no, no the big fat big fat bird. chocobo yeah the, the big the big fat chocobo and then i i love behemoths where like i'm on my little lullafell and like and on the behemoth you're just lying back while the while the behemoth uh, did i tell you that i've got i've got the the advent children bike and i've got the final fantasy 15 four person seat mount car nice That's, it's insane like the amount they're so different some of these mounts that they stand out yeah and unfortunately like the biggest problem i've got with warcraft mounts is that i've got a horse and then there's all these other different horses that if i want to go for the mount achievement and stay up to date i've got to get them you know and then there's a griffin oh and there's an armored variant and a different color and Yay. I feel like I'm just spending money to own them, you know? And it's just like the frogs are like, you know, they're just the same version of a frog, but different colors. And it's just, oh, like the only things I think that stand out are like the, the Mechagon ones and the Nazjatar mounts. Like there's no, I don't think there's another version of the crab. Is there? There's only the one crab mount in the game. Yeah, no. Cause I mean, it, it, it's mechanical. So, I mean, it's sort of like the, the, McKenna Strider and like and Memron's head. I mean, but it's it, it's still different. Yeah, but again, they've just went in and they put in like like the three different mechanical ones from Mechacon, like the the wheel, the crawler, and the the I'm gonna call it the buggy, but you know what I mean, like the, yeah, the one that's the last boss of Junkyard. There's just different variants of that. Yep, and yeah, it's just. I get it. It's an easy way to put in those mounts, but it just feels a little bit like we could have more mount like less mounts and just keep them like unique and you'd probably see more people riding different mounts instead of just like like how long did we have the raven lord we had the raven lord i think for like two expansions and then we got a, a fire variant for an achievement yeah and then they introduced the green one no sorry the red one was from firelands i think it was a drop it was a drop from firelands raid and then they gave us the green one 
as an achievement, and then the purple one is a drop, for a rare drop that you can find in Draenor. And I'm like, the Ravenlord was the coolest fucking mount in TBC because it was unique. And then all of a sudden, we've now got four variants, and it's so. Like the only, the only, the only thing I like about the variants is that is that if I missed out on an opportunity to get it, or if I don't feel like going back, I that is an easier one to get. But like I get it, like it's it still sucks that it. it's that there's so many different recolors, it gets boring after a long time. Yeah, it's like um, the thing the thing is is that like go back to heroic and the heroic mounts, you know, like the ones they started putting in from Legion. We had that. We had the. We had the moose, amazing. No other model like it. And then all of a sudden, we've got the the leatherworking, the nightmare moose, and um, the ghost. ghost moose, all from Legion, just in the first patch. And okay, so what else do we get then? At the end of Legion, we get the the fucking raven, which is just a recolor of the fire raven, which was cool because it was the only one from Draenor, and that was a rare as fuck mount because it was a world mount. But now everybody's got the the raven. And now we're up to the dragon, which is cool. It feels like it's got a slightly different model, but it still has the same animations as a normal dragon. Like it still has like the mount special where it's on all fours, roars and puts the wings up. So it still uses the same model. And even, and this is the thing that gets me as well, is the 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 nightmare snake mounts. Oh. All, all use the fucking cloud serpent model. And you idle with them, and they've got an invisible foot that scratches their head. And it's just... It's mind-blowing sometimes. It really is. Like... Oh, I just I just want something that's a little bit more unique and feels a little bit stronger sometimes, you know? And now it feels like I'm just shitting on Blizzard again because they do stuff which tries to appeal to everybody and... Oh... I I just want more unique gross spells. Like that five headed mount thing from The Azul's, yep. Oh. I never got I never had a chance to get that. And I'm uh, not I'm, I'm not I'm not at the point of farming mythic and Taurus yet. Like not yet. The minute I can though, I'm I'm going I'm gonna keep doing that because I remember when I when that mount first came across in data mining I'm like yeah, it's weird, it's gross, there's not much like oh, yeah. it. I need that in my life. Yeah, well, and and I'm I'm glad that at least they're adding flying back to mounts like Lucid Nightmare. I have not used since because it's yeah, not well, the flying. unicorns are going to be able to fly, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I about that. And even like now, speaking of transmog, it, I I I get why they removed it, but I'm sad that the waste of time belt lost one of its cool features. Oh yeah, did they remove something so it stopped looking like a massive dong, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> It looks like just like every belt now. I mean, it was probably time for them to change it. Oh, uh, there we go. He's 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 got his he's got his quota of puns out. Yeah, I I I have to clock in on all these. All right. Oh, uh, I think it's time to call an end to this shenanigans that's been going on here. Toasty, if they want to find you around the internet, where could they look for you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Toasty Postican. You can also find me streaming on Twitch. That TV slash Toasty Posty Can. I stream every Wednesday and Thursday from 7 to 10 Central. I'm usually doing heroic rating, and I occasionally stream on the weekends. 
Did you do any other content you want to shout out? Um, I'm also on All Things Azeroth. Uh, we do that every Monday at around 8-ish Central. I say 8-ish because you know, we, we we try to start at 8. It rarely happens. <laughs> I think we all try to start at a specific time. Yeah. Happens. But if you miss us live, you can catch us on the download every Thursday. But it's stuff. Mr. Frasley, where can they find you around the internet? On Twitter at Frazzytastic, where I post puns and different things to make people either uh, love me or, or groan. Uh, I you, you can catch me on Frazzlecast at gnomepodcast.com, where I talk with different people. When the downloads hits, you will have heard Zorts and Ali going through a, a bunch of different questions with me. We got very deep, and it was, it was, it was a fun episode. I, and we even answered questions from the community. And you can find me on Twitch practically every day doing weird stuff and wow in different games at gnome.live. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can find me on my main account at Titans Creed. If you literally just want videos and podcasts and Twitch updates, you can find follow me on Gaming Phoenix. Uh, if you want to catch the podcast live, come and join us uh, most Sundays on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. Or if you just catch the VOD, you can catch over at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions and all good podcast catches on a Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, all the links to everything you've heard will be in the descriptions. And uh, thank you very much to the live chat who have joined us. And thank you very much to everyone who joins us on the VOD and everything else. We will see you next time. Uh, with another topic. Yes. And, and our guest next more... week will be Katie of the Tarn and the Goblin. There you go. Mr. Frasley says, thank you very much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. We'll see you for some more stories around Azeroth. But until then, as Mr. Frasley likes to say, be awesome.